0: Yeah, so welcome. Um, we just got the recording started because all of you that have received emails announcing the teleseminar for today will be getting a uh, an email with ways that you can uh, hear this recording. We have three ways now: a teleseminar on my um, web web page. Uh, an Apple podcast or on SoundCloud. So you'll be given all of that information uh, through an email after um, today's teleseminar. want to welcome everyone to our meeting, Um, letting people join us as we come along here to get started. Um, I just wanted to um, let people know that coming soon will be a program I'm developing for people who want to share this understanding as a coach, as an educator, as a health professional with Anka Jane, um, who's a colleague of mine from the UK. Um, you'll be getting emails from me about that program. It'll be an online course that you can take at your own pace. I'll, t- I'll be telling you more about it uh, as I send out announcements through email. Uh, you could always inquire by emailing me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Today, I, I wanted to just um, follow up from last, week, last month's teleseminar on um, the profound simplicity of mental health. And the reason I want to follow up is somehow uh, halfway through the teleseminar, it dropped. The uh, connection I had to the teleseminar dropped. Um, So I wanted to just follow up. Really, I was at a point where I was going to hear from our participants um, about the uh, presentation, um, and I wanted to just get back to that. Uh So um, again, the purpose for those people new to the teleseminar, the purpose of this teleseminar is for me to just present you know, for a little while on the topic, but also then to hear from all all of you. And the more people we can hear from, the more we learn together. As those of you that have listened to the teleseminars will realize that when people share, we gain more uh, insight into the topic. So um, I'm going to talk for a little bit today and then invite people to, to share their understanding of the topic or their understanding of the principles or any questions they have. If something happens to this uh, connection, if you hit star two, uh, that'll help me help me know uh, there's there's problems with the connection. I just want to make sure what happened last month doesn't happen again to us. So hitting star two on your phone will let me know something's up. Um, after, during my talk, go ahead and do that if we lose connection. So again, I just um, I hope um, the people have heard. The um, last month's um, part one on the profound simplicity of mental health. Um, I really want to share it again just so that we really get to hear from all of you. But I wanted to make a couple of other points. Again, you know, it's really profound to see that what everyone is looking for, um, what we might call mental health, we might call it well being. <phone rings> We might call it um, our true spiritual nature, as the principles point us toward, um, has a profound simplicity. It's not complicated or complex.
1: Um,
0: I think in my um, training and uh, development before my um, meeting Sydney Banks and being introduced to these principles had been really a complex way of understanding people who are in distress or having struggles mentally and emotionally. And um, again, what he was able to share is how profoundly simple mental health is. Uh, Simple in that it really points to one state to be in. Profound in that is a deep deep understanding. Um, So I wanted to, again, talk to it a bit with you today. Um, We we talked last time about that all of us, all living things, all living things are made up of this spiritual energy. Um, All living things function in life through these three principles of mind thought, and consciousness. Mind being really the intelligence and formless energy before anything formed. This is really profound. This is the profound understanding that we are all this energy that uh, was prior to any physical form from coming from that energy. So As Bill Pettit likes to say, we are this energy before the Big Bang. Now, we're not going to know that. There's no way we intellectually know that. But we can begin to open up to the sense that we are this spiritual energy. There's an intelligence to this energy, and we all are a part of that. So that's the first thing to look at in terms of the profound nature of mental health. We are all this um, spiritual energy that Sid calls mind. And when you get a feel for that, I mean, really a, a sense of that, your mind quiets. And when your mind quiets, you're in a, a wonderful feeling. That's mental health. Um, so um, sometimes I like to talk about the intelligence that we are all a part of and all living things are a part of it as we have seen some of it play out in nature. Uh, for example, if you really looked at the cells of our body, our body, there's an intelligence to our body that uh, just takes place without us having to direct it. For example, if we have a wound, um, the body's intelligence um goes to heal that. There are cells that are uh, brought into action to heal that wound. And I don't see myself, Mark Howard, directing that. Um, So that's just one indication of how this intelligence that we are all a part of, this energy that manifested through um, the beginnings of the universe uh, plays out within us. Um, so we are mind. And mind um, allows uh, it to be created through thought. So, I mean, I don't mean it's created, but the energy of mind um, uses thought to create um, a form, our physical being, as well as our experience of life moment to moment. So thought really is the spiritual energy of the principle that allows us to create from the moment, moment manifestation of the spiritual energy of mind. So um, we're using thought as long as we're alive, moment to moment, creating our experience of life, knowing life, uh, understanding life. It almost comes through thought. Consciousness is what allows us to be aware of what we've created through thought. And there are levels of this awareness. Sid talks about levels of consciousness, levels of understanding the, our nature and the nature of life. And so when this was introduced to me, the first evening of listening to Sydney Banks, I was filled with hope. For the first time in all of my trainings as a psychologist, I saw the simple, um, the simplicity of of all human beings transcending um, their struggling. Um, level of consciousness, or their struggling thoughts, or their learned habits that create distress um, within people, I saw that it really was just a rise in their level of consciousness, that people can do this, that it's available to all living things to see life and see themselves beyond their learned thinking it just hit me about how hopeful that is now i didn't know how to do any of that or to you know at that moment how to live that way but i saw the possibility of living beyond my <clears throat> my worry and my upset with people um and live in more joy um i knew that was possible um that's all i felt and saw that evening but that was a biggie because now I knew that that was true, that I could transcend these learned habits I've had in life when I grew up and what how I was taught to be. And this is really powerful because it really goes beyond behavioral ideas, uh, behaviorism, in that we can rise above our conditioning, that we can look at life and transcend anything we've learned or conditioned to be. So we're not robots. We can really live in life beyond the levels we live now. Isn't that something? Um, So to me, that speaks to the simplicity of mental health. That mental health is really, comes from within us. It has nothing to do with our outside circumstances or anything in that regard or what we're up against in life, that it comes through us by a rise in level of consciousness, of course, and then a shift in thinking. Our thinking changes from our usual habits of thought into something more profound, more in the direction of of really truly love and understanding. That's why Sid mention that mental health is really contentment. That we can, uh, once we rise to the level of consciousness of contentment, we can transcend thinking about ourselves. We can transcend judgments and opinions, um, needing more or feeling that we're lacking. Because once we rise to the level of, of contentment, Uh, We're satisfied with what is, not physically, just spiritually. Um, In that state, um, we're not really thinking about ourselves. It's the thinking about ourselves and monitoring ourselves and comparisons that really get us in trouble. And when we can really get to a, um, a state of contentment or a state of love and understanding, which we are as our true nature, uh, you will see everyone shift to a healthy way of living. In that moment, because we're not concerned, we're just in well-being, we're just in so many different emotions, I mean, you know, and, and those are just made up. I mean, it's just ways for me to describe it. We're in reassurance, we're comfort, we're in peace. Um, and the main thing is, it's a state where we're not really thinking about ourselves. I'm not thinking about Mark Howard. I'm not in a desire to get better than I'm feeling now. Or in a feeling that um, I'm lacking something and need to find something more. So I wanted to add that piece to um, the topic of the profound nature of mental health that I spoke so much about in our uh, in our last month's meeting. And I really want to, us to know that uh, if you keep looking in terms of these principles with an open mind, and not trying to figure them out intellectually, you'll start to get glimmers of how they operate within your own life. And as you get glimmers of how they operate in your own life, your levels of consciousness rise, and you start living in a direction of well-being, of understanding, of peace of mind, all descriptions of mental health. And I want you to really see that that's available at any moment. Now, you can't force it. You can just stay open to continuing to deepen your understanding of mind, thought, and consciousness, understanding of your true nature, pointing yourself in the direction of pure contentment, and you'll see something. You'll get glimmers of this. And in those glimmers, you'll get direction about how to take care of things. So that's happened to me and many, many of the people that I've mentored and and coached through my career. You could be caught up in a judgmental state of mind, and it will occur to you, the understanding you've found so far, the insights you've had about this understanding, it will occur in your mind, and you'll go beyond that disturbance beyond um, that reaction you were in. And you will actually start thinking about ways to move in a direction that's healthier for you. I've shared this story um, many, many times, but, you know, one day I was just leaving the house with my wife. We were looking to have a just enjoyable day. And just within a half a block, I got um, annoyed by what she was doing and said something. And by the time we got to the end of the block, it occurred to me, oh Mark, oh, Mark, you're thinking oneself. That's the understanding that I had got glimmers in, in terms of the nature of thought, so that it came back to me. And once I realized that my thinking was off, um other thoughts guided me um, to be quiet, and then it occurred to me to apologize, and then really, to get the feeling back, the feeling of us just enjoying one another through the day. And I was able to live there and talk to my wife from there, rather than from annoyance. So um, it, so that's the profound simplicity. The profound is that um, uh, Mark Howard doesn't control, uh, I, I, I'm thinking in a better way, you know, but that I've had insights into the nature of these principles. Um, I'm given that understanding. That's profound. The simplicity is once I see that. Um, I can then follow those those thoughts, and um, my life becomes much more uh, peaceful and loving than troubled. Um, so I wanted to share that with you. And one other thing I wanted to share with you is that, um, again, um, one of the, the directions I've heard from Sydney Banks. Sometimes, you know, if you listen to him, he'll give you what look like practical uh, directions. One of them for mental health is, uh, he always says, just be ordinary. Now, he doesn't mean be an ordinary Joe in the physical life. He means be mentally ordinary. And if you can just be ordinary in your mind, you will put to sleep. Um, Your insecurities, your needs to prove yourself, your comparisons to other people. So that's what he means by that. And I've, you know, since meeting him in 1982, I continue to reflect on that, to just be ordinary. And and that has really just helped me stay within the confines of of, uh, contentment, well being, love, and understanding, which is mental health, as Sydney Banks defines that, and as I would define that. Because no matter how distressed uh, the people I've seen in my life of helping people, there's once they can transcend that, they've awakened within themselves their, their true nature. It's there. They've awakened the wisdom the intelligence of mind that allows them to transcend their troubled and distressful thinking and find ways to live, we could call it mentally healthy. When I was working so much with couples in their relationships, once they caught on that um, they were feeling badly about one another because of the habitual ways they would think about each other, the opinions they would have about each other, the judgments they would make about each other. Once they saw that's what was creating the conflicts in their relationship and their ill-will feelings toward one another, you could just see the love start to be um, be shared. You start to see them being um, generous with one another, Uh calmer with one another, more tender and loving with one another. So um, it isn't like they had to practice being loving with one another or tender with one another. Once, they're, once they realized how they, re, they were um, using thought in a way that was creating conflict, once they really saw that, just in that moment, they transcended those habits of thought and were living from their true nature of love and understanding and they were content with one another. They, um, neither one of them had to fix themselves. And the other key thing about that, cool thing about that, uh, all most of the issues they came in to try to solve were taken care of. They weren't issues anymore. Now there may have been a few that they wanted to talk about with one another and kind of get aligned with each other. But once they when they talked about those issues that remained, they weren't at all um, judgmental with one another. They were really understanding and listened deeply with one another. The reason I'm sharing this with you is to come back to the fact that every human being, every moment, has the capacity, the potential to realize their true nature that leads them in that moment to live in mental health, to live in contentment, love, and understanding, um, to heal their own uh, learned insecurities. So I just wanted to add to our discussion last month just add a few more points um, around the profound simplicity of mental health. But the main reason I wanted to do a part two was to give all of you a chance to um, ask questions or um, make comments about what you have seen from last month and today's discussion. Also, anything you'd like to share with us about your understanding of the principles or questions about them. So um, I wanted to open this up to hear from you. Again, I really want to encourage all of you to just share what you're thinking with us. It really helps to uh, deepen the topic for today, but also helps people who listen to the teleseminar seminar later. So if any of you want to share, um, you want to press star 2 on your phone. If you press star 2 on your phone, if you want to ask a question, uh, you want to share with us what you're seeing. um, Oh, here we have somebody in uh, Santa Rosa. That's what's coming up for me. A Santa Rosa cell number. Hello? Hello? hello uh mark hi hello hello can you hello. hear me
2: okay? Hello.
0: yeah, i can hear you okay
2: okay good good mark uh, this is uh david here, and i'm i am i am actually in Montesano, not santa Rosa Santa Rosa's about thirty minutes away anyway um but okay. uh, yeah um anyway um uh i um pretty much have sort of scooted along you know in life uh you know for the most part and then um about 2 weeks ago well, actually 10 days ago i i got a i got a phone call saying the house i've been living in for nearly 9 years is going to be sold and um i i immediately went into a, kind of like an overwhelmed state now now what am i going to do you know and you know i, I had yeah. you know multiple multiple thought storms and um so um uh, you know, the, the three P's more or less just went out the window, you know, uh, and, uh, I got a thought now, how can I fix this, you know, uh, and I have multiple things to, to deal with. And then I had a kind of, um realization of sorts, you know, that this is all in my head. It's, it's all made up. It's all, um can I say, uh, I've created a problem where, uh, where before, before then, it was just a matter of, you know, like, well, you've got to move, you know. And then I made it into this huge thing, you know, drama. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I just wanted to sort of, you know, point that out because, um, you know, it's taken me a little while, you know, like a few days to sort of, you know, calm down, so to speak, and and begin to see it, you know, uh, in a different way, you know. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, and uh, whilst oh. I've, you know... I've taken some actions, you know, um I um you know, I'm I don't know, I'm kind of riding the wave on this one right now.
3: Well,
0: uh, David, great to hear from you and um again, thank you for sharing. I think you bring up two important points for me. One is, isn't it beautiful for all of us listening today? Isn't it beautiful that um, that the understanding we have of these principles uh, can come back and help us. Just as David, it helped David. Uh, as he said, that his understanding of principles went out the window, but then he realized something. He realized that all of what he was reacting to was coming from the way, he, uh, my words, my words, uh, uh, he was using thought. Now, isn't that, Um, Isn't that just powerful? Isn't that profound that 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 can happen to us, that we can see beyond our usual habits of reacting to uh, maybe bad news, you know, or, I don't know, uh, some kind of news. (laughs) So first, that's the first thing in terms of David sharing with us. The other thing is, you know, the principles don't go out the window. You are the principles every moment of your life, and um, and so, however you're using thought, you're going to experience it. And um, I just love that David could share that experience of transcending um, uh, the creation of insecure thought. Now, the other piece I want to just share with you is you are given. Thought so that you can see life. So you can see, for example, there you're being asked to move and you're given thought to see um, how that will impact you. But uh, to have it um, throw you in a reaction, um, that's, that's different than just using thought to know that this may be difficult. Uh, It may be um, something you weren't expecting um, and that you can always look to the fact that um, thought is creating your experience of this um, to help you uh, maybe realize another way of looking at it. So, one other thing I want to share. With all of us, for me particularly, but also in what David is sharing. It isn't that um, David had used a strategy to realize his thinking was off. It occurred to him. It occurred to him because he has some understanding of these principles. And that's the way to look at this with ourselves when you have had some insights and realizations about where your experience really comes from, what you truly are, um, you could get lost in your usual ways of thinking and um, what you've learned will come back to you. It will show up as thinking in your mind. You'll remember. But it isn't like you... um, consciously remind yourself because remember when you're in a troubled state you're in it. That's the reality you're in. But what's working for us is that um, in, in some mysterious and profound way you realize once again what's going on. That that can happen to you. And that's what makes understanding the principles kind of an easy thing to live with rather than other approaches that talk to you about reframing your thinking, um, changing thoughts, practicing ways to change your thoughts, um, uh, like unhinging from troubling thoughts. So it's different than that. You just know that you're going to be in the state of mind you are until you realize what's up, you know, what's going on, where your experience is coming from. And that will happen Um, the more you understand the true nature of the principles. Anyhow, it's a long comment to David who shared something really beautiful with us. Thank you, David. Anybody else want to share or ask a question at star 2 on your phone? I'd love to hear from you. Um, Is this making sense today and um, last month? And if it's making sense, can you share with us what is it that's Making sense for you. So, um, there's someone here um, from Portland. Is that Jane? Yes.
4: Yes. Hello. This is Jane Chu. Yes. Hi. How are you? Hi, Jane. Cool. Yeah. Been a been a while. I particularly yeah. appreciated you uh pointing out when Sid said, um, try just to think normal or be g- not so much contented be, but be ordinary. average. Yeah, ordinary. <laughs> and I always found that um, you know, just it was it's a calming thought, but it, I always thought, well, what about desire and wanting more? You just can't sit on your laurels. But um, I I think what you said is you can still strive for things, but just stay in a contented, no, a calm state of mind or something to that nature. Could you address it again a little bit? Because I think it's a wonderful pivot point to come back to when you get caught up in your thinking.
0: Yeah, it really is, uh, Jane. It was so meaningful for me to hear that. Wonderful to hear from you. See, it's more about a feeling of that than what it means. And it's a feeling of um, just be yourself. Just be an ordinary person. And and what it speaks to is us trying to be important, uh, trying to be better than, or the, how often we make comparisons. Um, many of the young people that I now coach are on Facebook and all of these other uh, sites, you know. Um, and again, you know, they look at posts of people that they know, and they they look like they're doing better than they are, and so they make that comparison and start feeling badly about themselves. So, when Sid said be ordinary, he means in your mind be ordinary. Uh, be careful with making comparisons that take you out of just the feeling of contentment. Now, in the feeling of contentment or love or peace of mind, you'll see a purpose. You'll see a direction. Um, It's not like, you know, Once, one time I shared that to a group many years ago. And somebody raised their hand and said, Dr. Howard, you're going to make me the welcome man of the world, you know? And I say, no, <laughs> you're not going to lose your ability to create, to, you know, do things in your life. This is a state of mind to be in. It's not. So once you start thinking about, well, what does ordinary mean? You kind of move away from the feeling for how that can bring you to a quieter mind, a quieter mind about yourself. But actually, if you just live being yourself, being just another really wonderful spiritual uh, energy in life, living life, um, you'll see the next step to take. Um, Now, for desire, you want to be careful with desire. Desire. Sometimes it takes us out of us just living in the moment. So that's different, though, uh, than what you were asking, Jane. You'll see your purpose. You'll still be creative. You'll still see that you need to do some chores. But you can do chores in the frame of or- being ordinary. For example, um a president of a company we were working with uh, went to visit Sid uh, at home just to just, you know, hear more more from him personally because he was running this company. And he noticed that Sid, you know, he had him sit down and Sid went and cut the lawn. And he saw that Sid was just in this beautiful place just cutting the lawn. So... It's that kind of thing, you know, be ordinary. Don't disturb yourself about yourself is more a way to look at that. So look at that statement of be ordinary as profound. Not about how you should be in your day-to-day life, but how you should be within your consciousness. So... um so um, that's what I've seen through the years of reflecting on that and trying to keep myself, you know, in that state. Thanks, Jane, for sharing. Um, we have somebody, uh, but there's no um, there's no I- I identification. So if you were someone that hit um, star two, uh, you're the next person. So, so you could just say hello to us.
3: Uh, hi. Hi. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, hi, Mark. This is Nikki from uh, Holland. Um, oh, hi, Nikki. Hi. Um, I guess um, what I wanted to share is that I, what I've seen just more lately is the, you know, the statement of that we all have mental health, um, already available. And, yes. you know, yeah, you know that statement that spoke about, you know, that i work working a psychiatry myself, so that was quite a big statement to hear. Um, but I'm seeing, that, I'm seeing that more clearly nowadays, where it's also within myself, but also within other people that, oh, right, we are mentally healthy. We are, like, already now, in the moment, um but you can create this darkness and falseness. But I guess what I'm what I'm seeing more is that it's that it is only the thought and um yeah, even within my own mind if I if I go dark on something, I could see that just on the flip side there's that mental health and it's so much closer and so much closer, and that so, then I thought, and
0: um, I think that's very hopeful. Thing. It's very hopeful, Nikki. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, um, that is just so powerful to just get the feeling like you're the feeling of you. Uh, realizing we're all mentally healthy um, if if your work in your work, if you sit knowing that with whoever you're there to help, just sitting and you knowing that has a, has some impact on that person um, now There's, again, you know you know people are caught up in their uh, levels of consciousness their thinking uh, but if you look and know that they're at any moment they could realize something that will bring them beyond that thinking and maybe it'll take some work to help them sustain that um, but but once you see that they're mentally healthy and try to speak to that um, people will resonate to it. Sid always said that even at his seminars, if you look at what's available out there, you know, the Long Beach lectures and the Hawaii lectures, he always has said to us, I'm not speaking to you, the physical you. I'm speaking beyond you to that consciousness that knows you're healthy. Um, And so if you sit knowing people are mentally healthy and could actualize that at some point, and try to speak to that, you will, you know, uh, you'll really be helpful to people. But again, you know, um, people are just caught up in their learned ways of thinking, their insecure thoughts. That's all they're caught up in. And it it forms in these um, uh, unwell kinds of states of mind. But thank you for sharing that, Mickey. You have the right feeling for it. And you just... Stay in that feeling. And even for ourselves, too, you know, you want to just nurture uh, knowing the truth in that. Thank you. Um, we have another person, um, Eva. Is that Eva? Am I right? Yeah. Hi, Mark.
1: Yes. Good day. Can you hear me? Oh, hi,
3: Eva. Hi. Um, Hi.
1: This morning in a conversation, I was asked by somebody who has a, a fairly recent understanding of the principles, and she's very intellectual, and her question was, what is the generating source of thought? And aside from pointing to the before form, um, people grapple with that. Like, where are these horror thoughts coming from? And I don't know if there's an answer where that originates part of the operating system.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: What what are what are your um, what do you see? Does it well, matter even?
0: Yeah, that's the key there is that there's two things here, um, Eva. One is um you know, Sid was asked that question at a seminar I was attending. I think it's on the Long Beach Lectures. I don't know if they left it in that but it was there. Um and he said it's a mystery. And um, he said you you just learn to live with the mystery. Um, so I that's that really helped me because I stopped trying to figure out you know where, what where does it come from you know because really <laughs> that that would strain my IQ for sure. Um, but again, you know deeper too, or what or it must come from. This spiritual energy we're all part of, because we are, we are given this gift to create from formless energy uh, forms. Um, but then, you know, to understand that it's beyond the intellect. Um, so, it, so I take it as it's just a mystery where it really comes from. It's. It, You just learn to live with that. The other piece is, um, Eva, is I I would inquire about why that person's asking that. Um, What are they looking for with that? Because there may be something uh, that they're thinking that uh, would be more easy to answer. So... Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think when people ask questions sometimes like that, and um, I just want to go explore with them uh, what that looks like, why that's important to them, uh, what would be helpful if they found the answer to that. And usually you'll find something that um, you could actually respond to that will help them. Because to me, that's a, that to me that's a question way beyond um what do they call it way beyond my pay grade but if I agree with like... you <laughs> <laughs> it, <is. laughs>
1: it totally
0: is and and so
1: it's okay i said that's a that's a great question to explore and we had a similar conversation to um what you were sharing and well, thank you. I, I just was grateful to have this opportunity to ask you today while it was fresh
0: in my mind. Yeah, I love that. I love uh, people sharing uh, what's fresh for them today, um, things like that. I also think it goes, uh, again, you know, the more you if, you, if you are in dialogue with someone and they're asking questions about, the nature of the principles, it, it, it's really, you get more direction uh, the more inquisitive you are with them about why is this meaningful. Not in a, you know, not in a, uh, a, any kind of judgmental way, just being very, very curious. And if you stay curious with them, you're going to find something that uh, you'll be able to share from your understanding that will help them. But in general, a question about where does this come from? Oh my goodness, you know, it's a mystery. And um, you know, when Sydney Banks said it was a mystery, I thought he knew all. You know, I had him up there. <laughs> was like, oh, you know all. You know. <laughs> like, so it really eased my mind to stop trying to figure out where, you know, where did cre- when did creation start? You know, where did all of this mm. begin? You know how. And and that made my life a lot easier to just kind of listen and and really hear a feeling that I'm kind of getting something. So thank Mm -hmm. you so much, Eva. Great to hear from you. I'm glad you're part of our conversation today. Well, everyone, um, anybody else have a last-minute question or something you'd like to share with us? Well, again, so good to be able to be with all of you. Uh, You will be getting the recording for uh, today's meeting. If all of you received an email announcing today's uh, seminar, you'll get the email of of how to get the recording. If you haven't, email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net. Again, as I said at the beginning, I'm creating um, um, a, an online uh, co- um, coaching program, educator program, and um, I'll be letting you know when that starts to come out and be available. Anyhow, anyhow thanks for being here, everybody. Um, have a wonderful uh, month, and I will um, talk with you again in May. Okay, everyone. Bye.
3: The conference is now completed. Goodbye.